Welcome to The Leader Lab, the podcast powered by Life Labs Learning. I'm your host, Life Labs Leadership Trainer and Director of Product Strategy and Operations, Vanessa Tunisian. Join me and my lab mates as we distill our findings into powerful leadership tipping point skills, the smallest changes that make the biggest impact in the shortest time. We'll also welcome members from our learning community who share how they experiment with these skills in their world of work and beyond. Leader Lab listeners, welcome back to another episode about Growing Kind, Leadership Edition. How do you enable your teams to thrive while your business is scaling? Today, I have Marcella Dukley on the podcast, a longtime favorite and also our Director of Team Enablement. Welcome to the show, Marcella. Hello, hello, everyone. I'm super excited to have you here to talk about Growing Kind, but I also know that you're doing a different kind of growing right now in your backyard. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I am. I moved to Connecticut last year and never did I think that I'd be a green thumb. Well, I I was a plant parent, but now I've like (laughs) elevated to suburban planter and it's fun. I've got roses. We've got some hydrangeas happening. I'm I'm very into it. So you are growing kind inside and outside of the workplace right now. (laughs) I, I, I am. It's a good time. So my first question for you, Masella, is what were your first thoughts when you heard that Growing Kind was our theme for the year at Life Labs? That's a great question. I actually felt really grateful because I have a work history of startups. And what's always exciting is seeing this thing that you have been part of building grow. It definitely meant a lot to me as well, because with growth comes so much change, which brings that tension that can happen when we're scaling a business. So I'm curious, Masella, what are we experimenting with today? We're going to be talking about how to lead change well. And this is one of my favorite topics because as leaders, sometimes we get in our head. We're often very close to whatever the change might be, meaning that there's just some sort of attachment that's a little bit different than how it might land with other people. And when we think about leading change well, the game plan is much deeper than implementation. It's also about making sure that we can get people on board. What's the singular behavioral unit that we might be digging our... Oh my gosh, I love these gardening buns already. Digging our (laughs) fingers into today. Well, today we will be crafting a vision statement. And if we want to keep the plant thing going, we're thinking (laughs) about really sort of pruning out all of the types of things that feel thorny and difficult for people to accept, which is often why change just doesn't land. So vision statements, can you tell me what it is and what are the components of it? A vision statement is a statement that you want to share with your stakeholders. We'd want them to have an idea of what the change is, understand its benefit and its impact, and then also know that you see and hear what this might mean for them. So Mm. the major components of a vision statement, that's your acknowledgement, your heart, your head, and your urgency. So... We've got our acknowledgement statement appealing to the uncertainty that somebody might be experiencing. Next, we've got our heart statement. We're speaking to emotions. We're telling story. And some of us, this is like the appeal. Like for me, heart is everything. Like, tell me why this matters. Tell me what we want to accomplish. Tell me we're going to make the world better. And I'm like, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Then we've got our head statement. Head is all about data, essentially. And when I say data, this could be numbers. This could be facts, research. And then last but not least, we have got our urgency statement. Why this change needs to happen now. One important thing to note is that the heart and head are interchangeable. Maybe you're a heart person. Maybe you're a head person. Maybe the people that you're talking to are head people. 
most people lean towards one or the other. Usually it's your preference. So again, definitely a head person. So at least we're balanced (laughs) on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, we're definitely balanced here on the podcast, but you can see how that might be dangerous, right? Like imagine Mm -hmm. if Vanessa and I are working together on a project and I now have to present some sort of change that's going to be maybe a little bit cumbersome, at least up front. And I only lead with heart. Vanessa's yeah, like, you yeah. totally lost me. <laughs> it's yeah. <not> happening. <laughs> it's over. It's not fun. So lead with whatever you think is going to resonate, but just make sure that you include both. That is where we make some real headway when it comes to change. Okay. It sounds like the four parts of a vision statement are acknowledging what's top of mind for the folks that it's impacting, speaking to emotions, that heart statement, speaking to logic or data, that head statement, and then finally the why now, that urgency statement. What would happen if we didn't use a vision statement, actually? So I want everybody to think about the last change that they went through, all of the different emotions that popped up for you. When we don't have a vision statement, often people can be confused about why it matters, how it's going to impact them. People can feel as though it wasn't co-created with their perspective in mind. And as a result, change is way less likely to succeed. There's Harvard research that talks about how 70% of change management initiatives aren't successful. And what it's really getting down to is the fact that it's easy to say that you're going to change something, but we want to make sure that the change actually sticks. And a vision statement is all about making sure that the change is something that other people buy into. Co-creation is the goal. One of the things that I'm hearing you say is it's really about creating that sense of safety and belonging. I think what's interesting about growing kind from a a leadership level is it keeps coming back to psychological safety, right? As we move through change. Absolutely. Even what you're bringing up reminds me of our leading change workshop. So I was working with a company of lovely people and this gentleman said, I loved this session so much, not because the concept of change was new, but because it hadn't dawned on me the emotional toll that it has on people on top of the smaller things that are happening in our day to day. And so thinking about how change lands just for humans in general is a great step that we can be taking as leaders to set our teams up for success. I'm taking from this conversation already that we communicate change well so we can help people buy in, commit be reinforcers of that change, or at least figure out who the detractors are. That's a great point. So in true leader lab fashion, I think it's time to take this thing for a spin. So Mm -hmm. can you help me craft a vision statement? Let's do it. I'm ready. So Vanessa, let's think about a change that's happening here at Life Labs. Can you share with me a change that you are leading or implementing So at Life Labs, as we're growing kind, it really has us turn a lens on performance enablement and performance management. We've had in the last year more lab mates join than ever before. So it necessitated us changing our promotion cycle to make sure that there's a little bit of ownership on our team as well as our leaders. Sounds like this change impacts a number of different audiences. Is there a particular audience that you would like to share your vision statement with. Zoom out conversations are super important because it's tied to so many things around career progress. So this change, I would start by acknowledging the teammates that only know the old way of our performance management. Mm. So uh, a little bit of context, listeners, our promotion cycle would happen on an annual cadence and you would just automatically get that. Now we're inputting something that has the teammate be more in control of driving that conversation. So that way that the promotion happens. So the acknowledgement statement is, I know that this isn't the way that we used to do things (laughs) and that might feel a little crunchy. 
especially given the fact that it feels like change is happening even more rapidly these days, it is extremely important to acknowledge the fact that, hey, I know it feels like everything's changing. I know Mm -hmm. it feels like this is just another thing on top of all the other things. That can even go a long way. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what about the heart? What's the vision for this change? Hmm. I could potentially say when we think about career growth, especially since we teach it, one of the big components of that is ownership. And what would it look like if all of our teammates at Life Labs really owned their career growth? Mm. And it wasn't just on the leaders to make those assessments or some annual cycle that feels meaningless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a totally different vision for what this experience is going to be like on our team. What about the head? Some data logic. So our engagement levels at Life Labs are in the 90th percentile. And one of the things that we're working on is that I do what I do best every day. And in changing the Zoom out conversations, so that way people are really taking the time to assess that, we're able to make a difference in that priority metric. And last but not least, urgency. Why does this have to happen now? So the reason why this matters now is that we are growing as a company and it's super important that we are intentional about performance management because if we're not, it becomes a really messy, awful experience. And we want to ensure that every lab mate, whether that's tenured or new, knows exactly what's expected of them in order to advance and takes ownership of that conversation. So that way we can continue to have the engaging, wonderful workplace that we always have. And it is that simple, my friends, that (laughs) is a vision statement. You've got your acknowledgement, your heart, your head, your urgency statement. And again, simply a way of getting people warmed up to the change. Fantastic. And that brings us to our Leader Lab listener experiment. So, Masilla, what are we asking our listeners to experiment with in their laboratories of life? All right, folks, this week's experiment, whether you are part of a change that somebody else is leading or you are leading your own change, I would like you to share a vision statement with your stakeholders. That's going to include your acknowledgement, your head and heart statement, and an urgency statement. Doing this is going to make sure that your stakeholders are bought in, they understand why the change is happening, why it needs to happen now, and it's gonna make it more likely that your change is going to stick. And thanks, my gardener extraordinaire, beautiful friend, for joining us in the lab. Later, friends. And that's a wrap of another episode of the Leader Lab podcast, powered by Life Labs Learning. If you're loving the Leader Lab, subscribe so you never miss an episode. The Leader Lab is executive produced and hosted by me, Vanessa Tunisian. Alana Berman is our creative director and senior editor. Juliana Jack is our assistant editor. Lauren Feller is our associate producer. And Yadra James is our senior producer. You can find all our episodes, transcripts, and more at lifelabslearning.com slash podcast. While you're there, you can learn more about our learning programs to help you build an engaged, high-impact team faster. See you in the lab.